Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiya, we're back. Uh, but just a word of warning before you start listening to this episode. We had a bit of a technical issue during recording, so the quality's going to jump from past us to present us to, well, this is future me now. Um, enjoy. This is TV worth talking about. We're all suspects. Yes, of course we are. This is Shrine Podcasts. Vigil. Hello and welcome to Shrine Podcast Presents Vigil. I'm Rebecca. I'm Brendan. And I'm Hannah. So... The first series of Vigil aired all the way back in September 2021. It was the UK's most watched new drama launch since Bodyguard. It was big. Series one, it won an international Emmy and uh, it also got a BAFTA nomination for best drama series. So we are buzzing for more DCI Amy Silva and DI Kirsten Longacre, aka Silvacre. Guys, the last time we were all here podcasting together, we were obsessing over the final season of Happy Valley. It was January, February this year. Um, We did end up on BBC Breakfast live from their swanky studio in Manchester but a lot has happened in our lives since then so we wanted to kind of introduce slash reintroduce ourselves um, have a catch up and jog our memories a bit with a short recap of season one before we get stuck into the brand new season the last episode we released I had to scroll back there guys February 15th lads that's actually a joke so what have you all been up to since February well, you got married. Let's oh talk God, about that yeah. to start with. I did, pets, and we all had so much fun. Uh, I got married back in August, about three months ago. I'm still married, thank God. Congratulations. Um, absolute ball. Got married in County Wicklow in Ireland. The Garden of Ireland is what they call that county, isn't it? Yeah, Wicklow, yeah, Wicklow's the Garden of Ireland. The Garden of Ireland. And, uh, uh, we had a big old hoolie, big country house. Got married outside. There was a huge storm the night before, but miraculously, the... The storm cleared and the clouds parted and the sun shone as I walked up the aisle to Tina Turner and uh, married me fella who I adore. And we all just had a big old hoolie afterwards, you know, the party of me life. It, it was, was brilliant. It was brilliant. It was so fancy and also just so much crack. And you doing the full performance to Lady Marmalade was, you know, was a highlight. The One outfit change. The outfit change was the highlight for me because I did not know that was going to happen. I gasped. Oh, well, thank you. Any excuse to wear some sequins. Um, yeah, love doing Lady Marmalade. I grabbed my sister's friend who is a professional singer and I, two seconds before, I said, you're Christina, I'm little Kim. And the woman got the memo. Layla, ready to go. Hit every note. So much so that people thought that it was just me performing on my own and that I was doing, you know, 12 different personalities. That wasn't me. That was Patricia type of situation. Um, <laughs> but it was, yeah, we had so much fun. It was absolutely amazing. In my mind, you had a wind machine 
machine. Like your hair was blowing. Well, there was a wind machine. The band there was a wind, wind machine. machine. Yeah, it was spring break. So they do all, they dress up as eight, like all 80s and your man was dressed up as Tom Cruise and Top Gun and he has a wind machine for, I think it might be for the guitar player that looks like Brian May. Okay, so it's I had that into my memory. That did actually happen. It was incredible. <laughs> that did happen. And guys, your table, your table name. Line huh? of Juicy. Thank you. We were um, thrilled. Yeah, I knew. I was like, that's that has to be their table. Um, oh, myself and and Nathan, we decided to name all the tables of the wedding after our favorite TV shows. So the top table was Succession. We'd Mad Men for his crazy friends, The White Lotus for me lit pals, Real Housewives, Line of Duty. Uh, yeah, it was, it was absolutely gas, guys. We had a ball. So that was the big thing in my life over the last uh, couple of months was was the wedding and the hen and all that jazz. And now I'm back and it's cold and and I'm ready to get stuck in some telly do you know yeah sure it's basically Christmas uh, Hannah you and me accidentally went to New York together yeah which to this day Craig doesn't believe was an accident but it fully was like we were all out well, we thought we were out in an escape room but that was actually the year previous yeah, we were all out for lunch catching yeah. up and I was like oh my god guys I forgot to tell you I'm in New York in a couple of weeks and Brandon was like same and I was like, what dates are you going? He's like, these. And I'm like, no, Brendan, they're the dates I'm going. What are your flights? And then we were on the exact same. The exact same flight over and back. And back. I was so jealous. It looked like so much fun. And you were there going to all these nice restaurants and getting cheesecake and bringing it back from New Jersey and all mad stuff. I brought You're really, three. She's so hung <laughs> up. She's so hung up on the cheesecake coming home from New Jersey. You were crying at that. cheesecake back from New York? I can't the cheesecake home. Guys, it's shameless. I brought three slices of Cheesecake Factory from New Jersey through JFK and home to Dublin. And I swear to God, they went into the fridge. I didn't have them two to three days later and they were perfect. And I don't That's- regret a thing. That's thank God for the additives in American food because that dairy would not normally travel that far. She didn't move. The food safety authority. I can't believe you brought back cheesecake, Hannah. It's honestly one of the. I'm always going to think of you when I see. (laughs) Is it called a not a baked Alaska like a burnt cheesecake? I'll be like, there's Hannah. Burnt the baked cheesecake. But she's a woman of extremes. So the cheesecake made it all the way home to Dublin from New Jersey. However, her leftovers, her doggy bag from Carbone, didn't leave did not leave the gay piano bar in the East Village. She left She left her leftovers there. I had my own personal Marie crisis when I woke up and realised she was missing. And also, not only was it the best meal I've ever had and the leftovers, I couldn't fit inside my body. I was so excited to eat them later date. But I, the bag was stunning. Like it was one of those it, it bags was. that it had like a rope as a handle. I was like, I'll use that again. It was just a good bag. Um, so that's yeah oh god that was so sad when I left that there what's a Marie what's a Marie crisis it's this piano bar where like loads of people who work on Broadway just go and sing like loads of show tunes and you've loads of gays and gals like stood around the piano sipping a little martini you're not supposed to sing along but we did and he hated us and you're also (laughs) not supposed to film which Hannah did and he hated her I fully came down the stairs with the whole light on filming straight and I think that was probably the moment where Craig's like there's no way that I ended up here and this was unplanned like what is I brought him for his birthday and then me and Brendan hijacked the whole we've seen each other every single day of the every trip. single night also our Craig had a ball oh the he man had a ball yeah yeah oh my god gas 
Um, so that was New York. Guys, I've bought a house since the last time we podcasted, which... Congratulations. If anyone lives in Dublin, is a fucking huge achievement. It really it's is. amazing, Hannah. You deserve it so much. It's It's been a journey. And my God, it's it's finally happened. And you and our Craig and Suso are going to be living your best lives. I can't wait for the house warming up. I've already picked out an outfit. Yeah, well, I mean, don't get too excited. The two people can fit in it at a time. Um, That's a lie. I've been in it. So I walked over to have a nose from the outside. <laughs> He's been in it without me, by the way. Without it. So I walked over to have a nose because basically the houses either side are both for sale. So Hannah's dream is for me My to buy dream. one of the left or the right and for Rebecca and Nathan to buy the other one. So the three of us are in a row, shared attic, podcast studios upstairs. Lovely. But like, so it, went, it is the dream to live beside your friends. And like the it shared is. attic, we could really make it happen like I don't yeah. I'm not getting enough enthusiasm from you guys but how realistic empire, guys the empire and I, and then it could also be our own like reality version of like Coronation Street as well like I just think maybe let's, game, let's, let's rinse this for all the revenue we can guys guys we need TikTok content <laughs> we put up one of the videos since we started the shared attic could be the the source of this um, oh my but anyway, God. so I went over to look at the outside. Then I could hear the builders were inside and I WhatsApped Hannah. I was like, they're, they're flat out inside. Fair play to them. She was like, knock on that door and get in. I was like, I'm so sorry. I'm friends with Hannah. Can I have a look? It's fab. Oh, Absolutely guys, fab. thanks. Um, no, we, so there will be two excited. at a time for the house warming. But uh, no, we own it and I don't care how big it is and we're thrilled. Um, and that's kind of it now. That's all we've squeezed into nine months. I suppose the wedding, the house, and a trip to New York. Like you're, you could be doing a lot worse. Quite a lot. And Brendan, yeah, oh, Brendan's searching for a house at the moment well, as well. I mean, I'm trying to buy a house well, at the I moment. Yeah. So I, the latest one. Well, I know you found me one, but I'm, you know, I'm just keeping the options open. So I went the latest one. I went to look at. I walked in the door, and when I tell you, <laughs> sorry, the person. The person who vacated the property, and I, I mean also vacated life, probably 42 hours before I was in the room. Uh, so I got a bit of a fright because they clearly the bed was still warm. But I then did see something else in the house. The estate agents had to make no effort in Dublin because they were just going to sell the houses. The man didn't look at me, say, hello, how are you? Ask me my name. Doesn't care. No, the place they couldn't was upside care. Like, down. Couldn't give a shit. Place was upside down, inside out. A total shithole, right? I viewed a but house I someone needed... with a bed once. In the bed. <laughs> in the house. And they said, sorry, you can't look at that bedroom that someone in there. You're just about to spend every cent you ever have in your whole life. And I can't look in the bedroom with someone in it. <laughs> they couldn't oh give a shit in Dublin. They couldn't, no. Oh my so, God. Anyway, so all that was very horrifying and I couldn't get past that. But then oh, there's crucifixes saw... everywhere, Brendan. What? Cru- oh, sorry. Crucifixes, <laughs> terrifying dolls, these oh. tiny, tiny little like coffin-sized beds. I was like, did two people ever share a bed in this house? No, it was just really scary. Great, great anyway. location though. Still no, really, really good location and like an okay price. Mm, questionable. Um, anyway, there was one thing that I saw in the house then that Rebecca was like, that's it. That's a sign. That's your house. Now you need to buy a pet. Yeah. I was like, well, you need to bring the sage and clear your one that was there before me. I don't know what so that is. bulldozer won't fix. Do you know what I mean? And a few rose right, quartz. <laughs> There was a bit of merch from our radio show. We give away merch and we have Stop. different merch depending on the season. And it was merch from a previous season That's sitting like, in the kitchen. Can you, you reveal what it that? is? Yeah, sorry. It was a hot water bottle that I'd say the dying person was probably <gasps> clutching as they took their last breath. <laughs> it's a hot water bottle from the radio show. I think that that is a sign from the universe to say that you're on the right track. Do you know what I mean? Am I delusional? Yeah. 
No, I, no. you have to look for signs and I just, Yeah, but I would just have thought that they would have taken the hospital bed out of the room and just wiped the kitchen counter. I'm going to fill the house next door to mine with merch now when you finally cave and view. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, absolutely gas. So yeah, we haven't been podcasting together, but we've all been live, laugh, love, you know, we've been just living life and now we're thrilled to get stuck back into a brand new series. We are a bit devo, it's being shown um, across two weeks rather than one a week, but we're ready for vigil season two. And in case you need some reminding, because we all certainly do, Brendan is here with a recap of vigil season one. Take it away, bitch. Yeah, so I have a bit of an overview here and then I'm going to go just give you a couple of lines on each episode, right? So Vigil Season 1 launched in August 2021. Six one-hour episodes. They were shown once a week of a Sunday evening, the best of times. Um, starring Saran Jones, main storyline was about a murder on board a submarine and a few other bits and pieces around that, right? Irrelevant. Uh, Saran plays Detective Chief Inspector Amy Silva. She works in the Scottish Police Service. So Amy sent to a nuclear submarine. It's named HMS Vigil to investigate the death of Martin Comston himself, uh, who plays Craig Burke. Now, I remember when I first saw this being teased and it, like they were plugging Martin Comston. You thought he was a lead character. I thought he was one of the stars. Dead in the first 10 minutes, right? <laughs> so Amy is claustrophobic Darren. And I also think she wasn't too hot on the idea of being winched down from a helicopter, which, spoiler alert, doesn't look great for season two. Um, Amy's t- sent to try and shake information out of anyone she can on board the submarine. None of them want to talk. They all look shady. So it's like the submarine people are like, who are you coming in asking questions? Blah, 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 right? Law unto themselves. They're like, the police can't police us. We're the Navy. Do our own thing. High drama between the police, the Navy, MI5, right? Six episodes. I'm going to recap each in just a couple of lines, okay? Fair play to you doing all this homework, Brendan. Does someone want to say the line? Take it away, bitch. Thank you. Episode one, a fella on vigil named Craig Berg, played by Martin Comston, tries to raise concerns about unusual sonar readings while on patrol, right? So his job was to like watch the beep, beep, beep and see if there's anything suspicious. Beep. Right. Um, well, the next thing, he's dead in the bed and Amy Silva, Saran Jones, is airdropped onto Vigil to investigate. Very small. You can't use your phone. So she can't, can't contact Land to scream. There's been a murder. It was given Lord of the Flies. They're all starting yeah. to turn. Yeah, they were. <laughs> um, so everyone on board, they're trying to shoo her away. Uh, like, you know, shut up, nothing to see here. Craig dead. Somebody else obviously needs to monitor the sonar. Beep, beep, beeps. So uh, a fellow named Matthew Darrod steps in and he replaces Craig, right? On land, Amy's police colleague and ex-lover, Kirsten Longacre, is doing a land-based investigation into Craig's death, right? Also, a little fishing trawler sinks when it really shouldn't have in the first episode. Episode two. It begins with high drama because at the end of episode one, there was a power cut and the submarine plunged headfirst towards the seabed. So they're all running around trying to find whatever the submarine equivalent of a fuse board is. Very, very tense. Let's get, like, get this stuff back on. Amy finds evidence to support her theory that Craig was poisoned. Uh, also confides in one of the bosses of Vigil. His name is Elliot Glover, known as the Coxon. It's spelled Coxwain, yes. but we learned that it's a Coxon. Coxon. His job is to steer the submarine. It's That's all coming back to me now. Specifically, yeah. right? So she tells him that she's claustrophobic and that she's having panic attacks on vigil because she was once in a car crash with her fiancé. He died after she made a split-second decision to save their daughter, Poppy, first. On land, Amy's ex-lover and police colleague, Kirsten Longacre, uh, is just about to talk with dead Craig's ex, Jade. Jade hates nuclear weapons. Mm. Just as she's about to meet her, Jade has drowned. Right? That's episode two. That's awful. Episode three. 
Turns out in episode 3 that the little fishing trawler from episode 1 was pulled under by an American submarine which shouldn't have been in those waters. All sorts of questions. Um, Dead Craig was using a photo of the coxswain Elliot Glover, the fellow who steers the submarine, having an affair with a submarine doctor named Doherty to bribe information out of Elliot about two American lads dying on a mission slash absolute piss up to a place called Port Havers in Florida. Port Havers, yes. Yes, right? So Elliot Wild. steering the submarine, there's a photo of him having an affair that dead Craig had. He was using it to get information out of him. On land, Kirsten finds out the Jade who drowned and hates nuclear bits and pieces, yep. who's the ex of Craig as well. She was the daughter of a Scottish MP. Yes. Are you yes. with me? I'm, I'm, it's, I'm honestly, I'm shocked now that I didn't remember any yeah. of this. Okay, episode four. This is the one where MI5 figure out that Jade was drowned by a Russian spy and now they think there's a Russian spy on board Vigil. Dun, dun, dun. Everyone suspects the onboard chef. Poor old Jackie. She could be working for the Russians because her son was in prison, but all of a sudden he's been released without explanation. Well, like a game of guess who, it wasn't Jackie because the poor bitch is poisoned. Now, with true food... Um, some non-perishable item that you can keep on a submarine. At the end of the episode, Amy Silva is charged at by a terrifying man in a moon suit and a gas mask. At the start of episode five, though, it turns out the terrifying man was actually just Elliot, the fellow who steers the submarine. He was charging at Amy to get her away from the toxic mayonnaise slash olives slash non-perishable item that he think killed Jackie. He's trying to help her. R.I.P. Yeah. Um, who'll feed me now? That would be my first thought. The chef is dead. Um, In this episode, we get to see flashbacks to Amy and Kirsten's relationship and where they name, well, well, where the name Sylvaker kind of first came about for us. Um, On land, Kirsten's back, well, her back must be broken from trying to comfort Amy's daughter and Amy's parents and also crack the case that Amy's supposed to be doing on the submarine. And comfort Amy's cat, Catherine. Yes! Remember Catherine? Um, so on land, she figures out that the Russian spy on board obviously wasn't Jackie, but it's none other than Matthew Darrard, the fella who conveniently replaced dead Craig and is supposed to have been watching out for all the other ship's subs and bumps in the night on the sonar beeps. Listen for Jane MacDonald. And just as if he knows he's been found out, Darrard, still on the submarine, attacks Amy, shoves her inside a torpedo tube and then tries to drown her by filling it with water. That was... So tense and shocking and horrific. And that cliffhanger, oh my gosh, it was just horrific. Horrific. We're on to the final ever episode of Vigil Season 1. Okay, episode 6 of Season 1. Amy's rescued from the torpedo tube just in the nick of time. Uh, But Doward, he is on one. So he fucks with the submarine's valve so it starts to take on water. Like if they're all going down, he's going down with them. There's also been zero communication between Vigil and Land, the whole series basically, because somebody cut the phone lines these are now back on. Somebody's like stitched them all back together. The captain of the submarine is a guy named Newsom. He gets like a WhatsApp or a, I don't know, a Snapchat message or something. And basically whoever's like, ding dong, Doward is the, the dodgy Russian, right? Doward takes Amy hostage, demanding that Newsom brings the submarine up to the surface. Instead though, Newsom pulls some sort of like a handbrake turn underwater, yes. sending Doward flying back, freeing Amy from his clutches and giving her the chance to arrest him in the perfect, if it wasn't for those pesky kids, Scooby-Doo style ending. Uh, Amy then, much to her delight, she makes it back to dry land to her daughter Poppy and into the arms arms of Kirsten, her ex, who it very much seems is now her lover again, teeing us up nicely for some romance in season two. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Brendan, bravo. Thank you for jogging your memories. Christ on the bike, lads. Did you rewatch it? I did in my whole rewatches. I didn't have the time. Brenda's like, I was Christmas shopping and looking at houses. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, no, I, I jogged my own memory by by researching all of that through various websites on the internet. Wow, absolutely incredible though. And uh, has us very excited for Vigil season two. Um, we will be back now in a couple of days time because we're going to be chatting about what to expect all about um, Vigil season two. You know, there's a brand new storyline, a new murder investigation, new cast members as well. Yeah, so basically a lot of what I've read out there, we obviously don't know we haven't seen it but we don't think you're going to need to know the ins and outs of season one to follow season two if you don't have time to catch up but we think maybe but we think maybe the relationship between Amy and Kirsten Silvaker we probably do need to know about that because they are both back for season two now in the meantime if you don't have time to watch the whole of Vigil you can actually listen back to our previous Vigil podcast they all feature an in-depth analysis of each episode in season one if you just scroll down this podcast feed that you're on right now you'll get there eventually they're from two years ago August 2021 Um, as always we would love to hear from you on social at ShrinePod ShrinePod at gmail.com slide into our DMs we want to hear all about what you've been up to, what you've been watching and uh, what you think we can expect from Vigil Season 2. In the meantime, have a fabulous week and if you're having your Christmas party this week, make sure it doesn't turn into Port Havers. <laughs> this is TV worth talking about. This is Shrine Podcasts. Vigil. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.